It's Murphy Houston. Happy Sunday, everybody. It's time for another edition of Mile High Magazine. We appreciate you listening wherever you might be. And joining me today is Tom Larson, president and founder of Motorcycle Relief Project. Tom, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing, Murphy? Yeah, doing really good, really good. I've heard good things about Motorcycle Relief Project, but there might be a lot of people out there in our listening audience who don't know much about it. So before we talk about your big relief ride and some of the things you're doing, what is and how did it all start the Motorcycle Relief Project? Uh, We're a nonprofit that serves military veterans and first responders with PTSD and related issues like depression and anxiety. And uh, our program centers around introducing them to a new form of motorcycling for most of them, uh, which is called adventure motorcycling. Uh, We have a fleet of BMW GS motorcycles that are on-road, off-road motorcycles. And what we do is we ride during the day through some gorgeous terrain here in Colorado or in the colder months in Arizona. And we blow off some steam and and enjoy each other's company and build build some uh, camaraderie during the day. And then at night, when we get back to the lodge after dinner, we have uh, evening workshops where we present coping school coping skills and tools and uh, new perspectives that will help people kind of get a different uh, a different view of what's going on in their life and hopefully. Um, see some some light at the end of the tunnel so what positive effects have you seen and i'm going to assume that you're a veteran yourself tom i'm not i'm a civilian oh well i am too but we're out there to help the veterans as best we can so what what kind of reaction do you see from the veterans that are suffering these effects well you know it's varied uh it's a different experience for everyone every we present a lot of material and everyone kind of uh Leans what's most helpful to them out of our program, but you know, on the on the uh, one end of the scale, it's um, they were stuck in a rut and having a hard time moving forward, and they were able to kind of get a reset. And on the other end of the spectrum, we've had guys who have said that the ride literally saved their lives; that they were at the wow. end of their rope coming into the ride, they couldn't find reason to go on living they were just too tired of the the pain and all the noise and chaos in their head and uh we've had them have people tell us that by the end of the ride they had some new skills some new friends and new will to live and people around that are going through the same situation and people there to help get through that situation i'm sure that's a real positive right tom yeah exactly and we don't have a professional counselor or psychologist along on our rides uh it's all peer-led um i'm not i didn't serve in the military but i've got my own history with ptsd and depression and anxiety so uh myself and the other staff volunteers who are on the ride all kind of help model to these guys the idea of opening up about the issues that we're struggling with uh because once we talk about them, number one, they don't seem to have as much power over us. And number two, uh, what one person shares is helpful to another person in the room, and we can learn from each other. Yeah, I'll bet at some point, uh, even though you hear about a lot of veterans going through this, when it's you, you your own person, you, you might feel like, I'm the only one going through this. I'm all alone. You find that? 
Yeah, I can't tell you how many people write that on their exit survey that one of the most powerful things for them was just coming to the understanding that they're not crazy and they're not, that they're not alone, that the issues they're dealing with are, are pretty much normal considering the, the traumatic things they've been through. Absolutely. So this is what you call the relief ride. It's you get these veterans together. Is it just veterans or is it other people that have this PTSD problem? Well, we started out doing just veterans, and uh, we learned early on that a lot of our participants uh, were former military but now working in uh, first responder roles as law enforcement or uh, EMS or firefighters. And, uh, you know, we had some of them tell us, you know, is it okay that my trauma doesn't come from my time in the military? It comes from my job as a first responder. And after hearing that enough times, we we opened up uh, a first responder program where we have at least one ride every year that's dedicated to first responders. And we've had Port Authority police officers and FDNY firefighters who were at the Twin Towers on 9-11 go through our program. We had an Aurora cop who was one of the first in the door at the theater shooting go through our program. Um, An L.A. city firefighter whose trauma comes not from his time in the Marines, but from some of the horrific calls he's been on uh, as a firefighter in Los Angeles. Boy, you can only imagine, right, Tom, what they've seen? Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories. I'll bet you have. And so how many relief rides have you done so far? How many participants have been through the program so far? Uh, We just did our 44th ride. It was our first one of the season here in Colorado uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, So we've done 44 rides, and we've had 308 participants go through our program so far. Oh, that's fantastic. And they all feel a great amount of relief and success when they're done, do they not? Yeah. Based on the uh, the feedback they give us, it seems that they all do. Every once in a while, we we get a guy who it seems he slipped through the cracks of our screening process and really just wanted to ride motorcycles for five days and not really work on his issues. But that's that's very rare. Our screening process is pretty thorough. So, how does somebody get involved with that? If somebody's listening right now, they're going, "Wow, that that might help me," or they know somebody it might help. What's the next step? Uh, we have an online application if someone wants to be a participant and uh, someone who's struggling with PTSD and related issues, they can go to our website, which is motorelief.org, M-O-T-O relief.org, uh, and they can apply to participate on either a veteran's ride or a first responder ride right from our website. So you mentioned earlier that there's a screening process. What does that entail? Uh, we we ask we have a online application. We ask people to fill out. We ask them which of the following issues are you currently struggling with or have struggled with in the past. And there's a long list of some of the related symptoms that go along with PTSD, like hypervigilance, hyperarousal, agoraphobia, insomnia, nightmares, thoughts of suicide, depression, anxiety. So uh, we ask them to, you know check boxes of issues they struggled with. And then we have a couple open-ended questions of why are you interested in participating and what are you hoping to get out of the program? And based on their answers to those questions, we uh, select the people that we think are the best fit for our program and, and would take it seriously and 
uh, walk away getting some help. You know, if they don't, if, if the only box they check is insomnia and they don't write a very good answer to the open-ended questions, then we're not going to give them a, a high priority. Uh, sure. But if, if they check a lot of boxes and uh, if they're willing to open up and be real about their issues in the application process, that's a pretty good sign that they'll be willing to do it on the ride itself. But Absolutely. Is there if any... they don't disclose much in the application, then they're probably not going to do it on the ride. Yeah, you have to prioritize, don't you? Right. What is, is there a cost involved with this? No, it's completely free to the participants. We do charge a $100 participant deposit once someone is accepted to participate on a ride. That gives them some skin in the game and some incentive to show up because a lot of times anxiety creeps in before the ride and people start getting uh, cold feet. Um, but at the end of the ride, the $100 deposit is refunded. Oh, that's fantastic. Absolutely free. That is just a great thing. Do people repeat the ride? Do they come back because they need the support there? Have you seen that? Yeah. Uh, I'm the only full-time employee of the organization. We have a part-time marketing person, and everything else is done with volunteers. And almost all of our volunteers are alumni. We oh. Call them people who first went through the program as volunteers and it really helped them, and now they want to – I'm sorry, people who first went through the program as participants, and it really helped them, and now they want to uh, volunteer and help other people get the same experience that they had. Oh, that's great to have that. That must make you feel good, huh, Tom? See those people come back to help others? It does. You know, it's a it's a love-hate relationship because on, on one hand, uh, there's, a, there's a cumulative effect of, of hearing uh, a lot of – horrific stories of things people have been through. Um, but on the other hand, being able to see them walk away uh, at the end of the ride looking like they're 50 pounds lighter w- w- than when they arrived, that's that's a wonderful feeling. I'll bet. And I'll bet you get really good response from family members of those involved with the ride thanking you and the Motorcycle Relief Project for helping their loved one out. <laughs> We've had a few... Uh, Wives tell us that we saved their marriage. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, because of the work their husband did in the program. And I want to mention we also have a women's program. Uh, in August, we'll be doing our fourth women's ride for female veterans and first responders. On this ride, because it's harder for us to find qualified uh, female applicants who ride motorcycles and want to do something like this, we combine the first responders and the military veterans but this will be our fourth one of all women oh that's great uh is there an age range is there an age limit as to when you can be involved with the ride there's no age limit as long as they're still capable motorcycle riders so our oldest participant was 78 years old that was a few years back he was actually a pre-vietnam veteran and just two weeks ago on on ride number 44, we had our youngest participant ever. He's active duty Navy in stationed in San Diego right now. And it was incredible because at 25 years old, he's already thinking, you know, this is not working for me. I'm, I'm damaging my marriage. I'm damaging my kids by my, my uh, short temper. And I need to get some things in check. So it was, it was pretty cool to see somebody that young 
already uh, wanting to work on his issues. Oh, that's fantastic. I can't imagine when these veterans get together and you have such a wide range in age and probably different fighting areas they've been in. The stories must be somewhat similar, but yet different. Are they not? They are. And what's really interesting is we've had some younger vets of, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan conflicts who end up being hugely supportive of our Vietnam vets who were treated like crap when they got home. You know, they were spat on and called baby killers. Oh, yeah. Today, today our returning veterans are, you know, treated pretty well. People say thank you for your service and buy them lunch when they see them in a restaurant. And uh, But what we've learned is for first responders, especially for law enforcement, a lot of them are in a situation today where, oh, yeah. like the Vietnam vets back then, where people hate cops, they think they're all evil because, you know, of the bad things we see uh, from very few of them. And, you know, most of these guys are risking their lives and getting up day after day to sure they are literally serve and protect. Um, but they're doing it in a very difficult environment right now. So no doubt about uh, it, Tom. No doubt. Uh, it's Tom Larson, president and founder of Motorcycle Relief Project. I'll bet you could use some cash. I mean, people would like to donate. Maybe they don't want to be involved with the ride. They don't need to be involved with the ride, but they want to help these veterans and first responders. How can they do that? Uh, that's our that's our greatest need by far. That we don't receive any government funding. This is entirely funded by uh, individuals who care about our veterans and first responders, and uh, some corporations who also help us out. But anyone who would like to support us can go onto our website. Again, it's motorelief.org, and uh, there's a donate page right on the website where people can do it with a credit card or uh, through PayPal. And uh, it's pretty easy. It sounds easy, and I encourage people to help you out, Tom. Congratulations. Nice thing you're doing here for a lot of people. Uh, Very rewarding for you, and you get nothing back except the feeling in your heart and mind that you're helping a lot of people, right? It's it's worth more than... uh... More than the cash. Well, <laughs> let's end it right there. Tom Larson, president and founder of Motorcycle Relief Project. Thanks for coming on to Mile High Magazine today. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Murphy. Appreciate you, it. Yeah, anytime we can help you, you reach out again. And you guys hang in there. It's Mile High Magazine. Going to take a bit of a break. I'm Murphy Houston, and we'll be right back.